Here at Beyond, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Wadjar people of the Noongar Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Beautiful ones. Oh, that's the squeaky of the chair, not me farting. I've got a topic today and it's called going back to go forward. Now hear me out on this. Some of you that do follow me on the gram and on Facey know that it's our seven wedding anniversary today. Is it seven? No, eight. Eight years <laughs> wedding anniversary, Mike and I. And some of you will know the journey I've been on to meet Mike and I had to go back into my past to meet him. Now it took me a long time to realise that I needed to go back because I just had an ongoing train wreck I suppose with meeting guys and my game play play with that if you like was pretty pretty crap but at the time it felt really really familiar so the pain felt familiar and the type of love I was drawn to was familiar to me you know having had a pretty emotionally tainted childhood where I had to prove my love to a member of my family my mum Let's just say it. Dad wasn't around, but I did have a great love with Dad later. But yeah, I just had to prove my. I felt I felt like I had to prove my love to my mum. I didn't feel like it was unconditional. So what did I do? That was planted in my psyche. I was drawn to people that were definitely not going to love me, or definitely wanted me to do me on their terms. Definitely wanted me to do me on their terms. Hear that one? Let that sink in. And I was. I was always doing them on their terms. I'd date men with tongue earrings. I've got a tongue earring. I dated men that were, I don't know, wanted tiny bodies, so I had a tiny body. Like just so many different things and my personality would change accordingly. This is going back really, really young, okay? And so, you know, you hear a lot around saying, oh, I look forward to the future and this year is going to be different. Well, it probably will be for a lot of people. But you may have to crash and burn before it actually gets better and you may not. You may have done the work and it may just a matter of time, but if you are in a cycle where you're just not getting your needs met and it's the same, 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 there might be something to, to investigate, to look at, but we have to do that with compassion. It's harder not to do the work. Can I just really put that out there? It's harder not to do the work. The ego will come in and go, oh, the work, I've done the work. I hear it a lot. But it's a deeper, deeper dive. Like oh, it's taken me years to get some type of recovery around intimacy and being available for love, pure love, to receive that and not, not sabotaging that. And like I feel closer to Mike than I ever have. I didn't feel as close to him when I first met him. I've always loved him, but I feel closer and closer because I let the walls down that have kept me kind of in a place of isolation. And I lived a place of isolation in my, in my world as a kid and I was in fantasy land. When I say fantasy land, I was in my imagination with spirit because it wasn't safe to be present on the physical. So I'd go off into imagination land and any imagination you could give me, I'd just live there because I didn't have a sense of self. I wasn't allowed to have a sense of self. I had to have a sense of what your well-being was, was, was and then live that accordingly, Yeah. So that's what I want to say to you and I want to invite you in if you are a person that, that listens to me often and you are a person that loves me and respects me and likes the work that I do, 
hook me up, DM me and we'll do some work together. If you are feeling that, oh, I'm so frustrated, we'll do the work. You've got to put your hand up. It's easier to do the work. It's easier to do the work. All right. Now, I, I talk about my relationship somewhat and then somewhat not because I don't want it to be seen as the only trophy in my life because I've got individual trophies. So I don't always talk about it, but I talk about it. And I talk deep about it because it is a celebration of a victory dance and I never thought I'd get to vibe to. I never thought I would meet the love of my life, someone so kind and generous and loving and wholesome. And really, there isn't anything I would change about Mike. There's things that can frustrate me in Mike and there's things that probably can frustrate him in me, but there's, we wouldn't change each other. Yeah? And I think that's one, one thing someone said to me years ago, you know, everyone's got good, good, boy, good, good, good points and bad points. It's whether you want to work with the bad points. And I do. Like, it's not a big deal from what I receive from him and how he holds space for me as a human being. So just want to throw that out there. It, you know, if everyone was just, like, moving forward and being positive, fuck, we wouldn't be stabbing each other, we wouldn't be killing each other, there wouldn't be poverty, there would be all this bliss in this world. But the reality is a lot of us are operating from a wounded function. I'm going to fucking sort this shit out because everyone's fucked. Now my, my, my podcast is going to remain R-rated again or <laughs> with my swearing. I'm going to do this and I'm going to show them because that's their triggers. That's their pain. And a lot of it wasn't their fault, right? And that's the thing. When we investigate, we see that a lot of things were handed to us and we were treated in a way that we didn't deserve. But it's up to us to take a look and go, I'm going to change this. And sometimes we have a funny way of making changes and then that works for a certain bit and then it's like, okay, I've got a deep dive here. Because on, on paper you may have like made a lot of great changes but you still might be in a shitload of pain or your head might just be doing a number on you or you might be crashing and burning all the time and you don't know why I'm crashing and burning and there's, there's time to dig up a weed there right? and let the flower grow. Flower grow, flower grow. <laughs> so I say that with love and I say that with honesty because no one pussyfooted around me, right? And I, everyone that was honest with me wanted the best for me and I want the best for you and you deserve it. And nothing makes me so excited when I either coach someone or I'm reading for someone and they're, they're moving mountains and they're moving through their stuff. So when I'm saying, my phone was just ringing there, when I'm saying they're moving mountains, they're moving mountains in, in being close to who they are and, and connected to who they are, right? They're connected to who they are. And that excites me because when you are connected to who you are, your authentic self, job done. And then a lot of it's effortless. And if, if, if you do crash and burn, you recover a lot quicker because you've got that sense that frequency inside of you going, you know what, I'm okay. This isn't necessarily about me. Or it might be, but that's okay. I'm not perfect. That's what I celebrate in people. Because we don't have to try really hard to meet others' expectations or if someone's disappointed in us, it's like, yes, they're disappointed in us. I'm being me. Isn't that great? <laughs> so just want to put that out there, that just stick your hand up in class. I want help, I want assistance, I don't know the answers or I may know the answers but I just might need you to hold my hand and walk me through it. I'm your girl. If you're drawn to me, look, hook me up. We can do some voicemail coaching. We can do a couple of long session readings, coaching sessions and the readings. I often do coaching sessions and readings now. 
All right. That's what excites me, knowing Anne, you are worth it. And it may not have anything to do with relationships. It might have to do with career. It might be having to do with your next journey as, as a beautiful human being because I'm still a beautiful human being with or without anyone in my life. And I think that's one thing we've got to maintain as well is that sense of like, I'm okay with or without this, with or without that. doesn't mean I'd be happy if I lost something. I'd be fucking gutted. But I still got that sense. Yeah? All right. I love you dearly. It looks harder than what it is. And people will make it sound really harder, but it's not. It's really not that hard. And the rewards that you get is you're entitled to your soul's growth, your soul purpose, your soul needs get met. It's your worth that that's all we're chasing here is your authentic self through removing the shit that was never yours to begin with all right i love you dearly i'm gonna go now and i'll speak to you later bye